Hello, everybody, and welcome to the BD Waterfowl Podcast. I am your lead producer and host, Walker Deering, along with two good buddies of mine in person this time. No call-ins. Mr. Grant Mims. Good evening. Oh, we can't say good evening. Good. Whatever time of day you're listening. Good day to all my people out there. And Mr. Brian Butler. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was, yeah, I went a little longer than I expected, but I'll take it. I did like the drum roll. That was nice. That was very nice. I didn't know you were so rhythmically inclined. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I believe this is going to be a great episode, personally. I, I think Wonderful. It's, I think it's going to be a great Outstanding. But we'll start out with the, uh, the normal here. Uh, I'm going to reverse it on you this time, though, Grant. Hey, no problem. Brian. No problem. What you been up to, buddy? Man, I tell you what. We have been having the time of our life the last couple of weeks, just doing everything in between. And I have time of my life. Okay. All right, stop, stop. Now I'm dreaming of Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Gosh dang it, I'll tell you what. Yeah, if y'all have kept right. going, I'd have chimed in. <laughs> so, uh, no, we had Thanksgiving, had uh, had family in town, ran around and did a lot, and uh, done some work, and um, just... I think my wife has decorated four or five Christmas trees and houses, mm. getting ready for Christmas. And uh, how, how many, how many, how many Christmas trees do you have up in your house? Just four just or two, five. Just two. Oh, we have the living room Christmas right. tree and the kitchen Christmas tree. Okay. So yeah, doing how doing trees at other houses. Yeah. So uh, Tiffany helps her mom and dad. Okay. Get, get theirs done. Okay. And she helps her grandmother. Oh. She helps her other grandmother. Oh. So, seeing between we traveled to Ohio, we've right. been to the farm. Um, so we got those two knocked out of the way. Uh, had Thanksgiving at her uh, mom and dad's, mom and, dad's. Um, and then went back up, helped in certain stuff, and then uh, yeah, and uh, smoked Wayland's backstrap. One of the two backstraps. How'd that turn out? It was great. The uh, the brine was amazing. So that. Um, that I'm definitely going to do again. That was that was amazing. Uh, I'll tell you right now, that was a pretty sweet recipe. I'll so, be uh, uh, requesting said recipe when I take my backstrap to Arkansas. So good. I will. Um, I'll text it to you before we leave tonight, so I don't forget. That'll but work. It's uh, a, great. Uh, by the way, I'm bringing backstrap to Arkansas. That'll work. <laughs> That'll do. So unfortunate. It did get burnt. Or well done. It was more jerky than it was uh, raw. Didn't we Not have this good. conversation on the last episode? You can't overcook stuff. We did. Well, <laughs> I'm done using stuff that's not mine that I'm not familiar with. Because mm. I listen to somebody else that says, oh, this is how you do it online. Yeah. This is how you do it. And then you turn around and it's supposed to take two hours of smoke, hour and a half to two hours of smoke. And in an hour, it's already at temperature. And you're like, what in the world's going on? Well, you open the thing up, and you can see the flame visible. Right. Like, it's getting direct heat. Not supposed to be. So, I don't know. I'm I'm not a pellet smoker guy. This was on a pellet smoker. Um, there definitely could be ignorance on my side of what I've not known. But it yeah. happens. But it was still great. It was, uh, the kids loved it. Uh, Tiffany greatly enjoyed it, um, the way it was seasoned. I mean, it, it yeah. really did. It tasted great. And we, we did it in cooler for a couple of days, so 
um, we we had put it in the cooler and uh, after harvesting the deer, yeah, and let it set for three days oh, on yeah, ice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now did Wayland do a European mount on that deer? We did. Yeah, <laughs> I should have. I should have. Yeah, we did. Seriously, before we left the farm, it okay. did a European mount on it. Did you go so, back Thanksgiving weekend? I didn't. Okay. No, I, didn't, I wasn't able to. Um, technically, I could take Wayland for the last two days of December yep. for youth hunt. Um, but like we're gonna be New Year's weekend. Yeah, Ooh, it's the last weekend. Yeah. It's youth Ash. hunt. They can take whatever they want that walks okay. in front of them in the state of Kentucky. So, um, but no, uh, had some lacrosse uh, size eleven waders given to me. Some just regular hip waders and or uh, neoprene. Two pairs given to me yesterday. Really? Yeah. So you had hip waders and yeah, full and, chest waders. Yep, neoprene chest waders really? given to me. Yep, my uh, that's kind of nice. My great uncle, <laughs> even if they are neoprene, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. My great uncle gave them to me. Um, Summers, grandpa. Yeah. Um, uh, be praying for him though. He actually awesome. uh, just a couple hours ago went back to the hospital. They think he had a stroke. So. Oh dear. Um, so yeah, I mean, trying to stay positive there, not trying to bring nothing down. But yeah, he gave them to me. Said nobody else was going to use them. So. Yeah, pretty well, cool. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to put those things in the water and see how well they work. So yeah, what's up with you, man? What are you doing? <laughs> Are you looking at me? Yeah. What are you, yeah. What have you been doing? Are you looking at me? We're going around Robin here. Come on. No, actually, come on, Walker. What have you been doing, Buck? Man, not a whole heck of a lot. So opening weekend here uh, for duck season. Yeah. yeah. Or opening day. It wasn't the weekend. It was Thursday. Yep. Thanksgiving day. Uh, our friend of the podcast and of us, Mr. Mike Goodlett, invited me to come hunt with him because I was going to go walk Cedar Creek by myself. Dang. <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, he's like, nah, man, I got an open spot. Just come hunt with us. I was like, oh, thanks. That's that's great. There you go. Because <laughs> I was nervous about, <laughs> right? about walking cedar by myself. I wouldn't, by, yeah, by yourself, and you've only been doing this a couple of years, I would highly not, not recommend. A- and opening day. <laughs> yeah, that's what really worried me. I was like, there's going to be so many boats and people out here. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you have to make friends real quick. Yeah. Or get out there dumb early. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I went and hunted opening day with him, which yep. was nice. It was I, if you listen to this, Mike, I cannot express how much I appreciated it. It made it so much easier for me that day. He has got a it's one heck nice, of a setup. Nice blind. It's real nice. Um, man, he he he's he's built a nice place there. He actually he sent me a video yesterday. So y'all didn't kill anything opening morning up here. Um, Correct. I, he hadn't had anything on that on his pond the last couple of weeks sent me a video last night and there was i think it i think it was at least one if not two um duck swimming on it he said of course you know season, well, yeah. season's out yeah you know, we got ducks of course. On it now so but now and they'll he, be gone by the time yeah. it reopens so yep. it is what it is yeah now he's got a he's got a nice uh nice blind up there but i did that got to break the gun out you know since it's been sitting since dev season yeah uh my waiters i forgot to grab them the night before because they were well they were in the attic listen yeah they were in the attic and that morning i woke up it was a whole thing i had to go help rachel that night i didn't get home till like midnight everybody's asleep i couldn't get them because it's in you know the attic yeah and that next morning i got up five o'clock really couldn't get them right so i wore (laughs) tennis shoes oh man and blue jeans it was great. Boy, it's a good thing he's got a blind, huh? Yeah, it was still slightly cold. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Um, had breakfast. 
That oh, was yeah. that was real nice. Yeah. <laughs> I how many, how many total were there? How many of y'all were? Yeah. It's me, Mike, Hunter, Mike's dad, oh, guy, a guy okay. named Sam. Mm-hmm. Yep. I cannot remember that other guy's name for some reason. Barrett, maybe? No, no Barrett wasn't, wasn't there. Nico wasn't there. Jay. Justin, Jonathan, James. I don't know. I can't remember. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this because it's going to make me look like a bad person, but it is what it is. So, yeah, yeah. I guess there's five of us. Um, And then two dogs. (laughs) Two dogs? The cattle dog was hanging out. Oh, okay. Hank. Okay. Hank the cow dog. I got you. He was chilling. Uh, Well, I mean, at least you got got out. I got out. That's all I wanted. All I wanted to do was go out. Yeah. And I I deprived him of that initially. It's okay. Well, I mean, I deprived y'all too, but... Some understanding. Yeah, and that was fine. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I, I felt like I kind of made Brian feel bad because I was like, well, I'm just going to find somewhere else to go then, I guess. Just a, just a little bit. Heck I, you. I, I didn't mean that, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I had Thanksgiving that day with the family, and right. that's about it. Getting hyped up for this Arkansas trip coming up. Well, hopefully we'll... Uh, of course, duck season's closed right now, but um, next weekend, hopefully we can uh, get out up here. Uh, I'm down. I just need to be told where to be and when. What? How's the van coming? <laughs> it's it's coming, buddy. More and more every week. Is it? Yeah. There's more and more grass growing around it. <laughs> what what are you gonna do when I do get it fixed and sell it? Like you're just gonna praise the Lord. <laughs> come up with something new? Praise the Lord. Oh, it's just a running joke now. Yeah. Um, what was what, the, what was the thing that you were going to ask me? Oh, yeah. All right. So, Wesley said mm-hmm. that it's perfectly fine if you ride with us down there. Okay. But you have to wear a UK hat all weekend, other than when we're hunting. And so, if I don't do this, it means I can't ride in this <laughs> That's truck? the way he talked it like. <laughs> um, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make sure he listens to this one. He I said, "I don't know." He said, "You tell Grant he can ride with us if he wears a UK hat all weekend." <laughs> what if I wear a UK socks? Oh. I don't think he's gonna bend. Speaking speaking of listening, how many countries are we being listening to? All of them. I don't know. I, <laughs> I can look, 184. I can look are we, are we three? Are we three countries deep right now? We're, uh, we're, we're at least. Oh no, yeah. No hell, we're probably well, five or six countries. Yeah. Hell, we had Belgium and Syria and. Uh, Belgium, Syria, Djibouti, United States. Um, I think we have one in Canada. I think Canada was one. And I, was it Australia? Yeah, someone in Melbourne, I think. Yeah, that's all Heck I mean. yeah. Hey, you know. We're we, intercontinental. Yeah, we might not be 184 countries like Morgan Wallen, but by God, we're getting there. Okay. <laughs> Checking the box one yeah. at a time. But that's all I've been doing. I got inventory at work tomorrow, so that's fun. Yeah. But then we have Rachel's company Christmas party that evening. Tomorrow night. Nice. Yeah, so that should be more fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get something to look forward to, at least, throughout yep. the day. And then, uh, dude, on the topic of Wesley coming to Arkansas, yes. that dude is hype. I hope he, I'm, I hope he has a good time. Um, I, hope, I think uh, he will. I, I think he will. Um, man, just Hong Kong. Hey, <laughs> we got China. We got Hong Kong? All right. Oh, guys, right, they're, they're so spying got, on us to see man. how they can infiltrate our hunting yeah. season. I don't appreciate don't. that, China. Okay, so we might be in a lot more countries than I thought. United States, Belgium, Hong Kong, Germany. That's China. Huh? Hong Kong. Is in China? Yeah. 
sure. Hong Kong is the capital. No, Beijing. Capital yeah, of China. But- <laughs> Hong Kong is the biggest city in China or some crap. I thought it was a separate country. No. No, it's not a country. Okay, yeah. whatever. It doesn't matter. It's a Canada, Australia, Norway, <laughs> India, Philippines, <laughs> <What>? Australia, United <laughs> Kingdom, France, Brazil, Ecuador. I've lost count. Wow. Wow. There's a lot of spam bots listening to That's us, guys. kind of what I'm thinking, but maybe not. Maybe we're just, maybe there's people listening that are like, hey, there's there's ducks we, in, we, in we all have, of these. We yeah. have no doubt in the listeners of this. Sorry, we're not um, multi bilingual. Um, yeah, we we we. So we there's don't. multiple Canadas on here. Like I, I, Canada's Toronto. There's one Toronto, and then that I could. NA. That I could. I could see that believe. because when they look up waterfowl in yeah. podcast searches, we're going to pop yeah. up. I hope because so. we're freaking beasts. Yeah, bomb. Thank to you all. And yes, all thank of you the, the listeners for listening. We we greatly appreciate. No, Hong it. Kong is a country. I knew I was right. I thought Hong Kong was Hong Kong, China. I thought it was a Hong no, Kong city. No, I knew I was right. Yeah, I thought it was a city. It's a of, country? It is a country. In y'all, what, y'all had me second-guessing myself. In Asia, honey. Hong I th- Kong. I thought it was a it's city. It's like Taiwan. Taiwan's its own country, too. Well, I know right. that. Hong Kong's a city. I'm telling you, it's not. <laughs> right here. I'm looking at it. It says country, United States of America, Belgium. Hong Kong, Germany, Canada, Australia, Norway. Like, that's not... Where's this globe? Just Google it. Is Hong Kong a country? Shanghai. There's Hong Kong right there. Now, just out of curiosity, <laughs> oh, is that across eight, all of our okay. platforms or just one particular platform? That's all of them. All right, so... Okay, because... So I mean, there is, be... there is Hong Kong Island, which is off the coast of China. And that's where Kong is from. <sighs> But, I mean, okay, you know what? We're getting... Thank you all to all of our listeners thank you, for, thank you, thank for listening. Um, <clears throat> if somebody is listening from China or Hong Kong... Message us and let yeah, us know what's up. Yes, I, I will. I would like to have a message from all of our foreign listeners. I, I mean, think yeah. that'd be cool. I think it would Just be to say, hey, and then we can really weed out if people are yeah. listen bots or not. But I'll take it either way. I guess I should probably open my phone back up so I can look at the thing you sent. Duck all. It's okay. Duck holes are worth it. Yes. Oh, yeah. People like the duck holes. I agree. Um, but yeah, Wes is hype. Good. I'm hyped. Good. I was going to order those gloves the other day when I asked you about them, but yeah. the ones that were on sale, uh, they didn't have my size. They sold out. <laughs> they, they sure did. Well, you'll so. just have to, uh, man, you can get them at like Cabela's. Or I'm just going to have to buy the bullet Northern, and pay $90 the, for them. The Northern Flight neoprene. I'm not um, buying neoprene. No, brother. Get Drake's. I'm just saying I've had my northern flights now for yeah. five or six years, and they've not split around the fingers mm-hmm. or anything. Well, I wasn't worried about that, but nah. I was going to buy the Cabela's brand, too, See, and the, then I read the reviews on them, and I was like, nah. The neoprene, you, you don't have the warmth inside. You got the waterproof, but you don't have the warmth, and those Drake one, man. So, I mean, hell, they come up to here, and they're warm and fuzzy inside, mm-hmm. and they're waterproof. And, uh, I would Which have I'm just going to use them for putting decoys out. Yeah. That's all I'm going to use them for. Yep. Which is why I considered buying a cheaper pair. But yeah. um, what have you been doing, Grant? Ah, there we go. <laughs> um, not a lot, uh, you know, since uh, duck season closed. Um, <laughs> just chilling. Just really chilling. I, I'm going to be honest with you, and I don't know if it was hunting, you know, the first split, but God, that was way too much effort. Like eight thirty. This past week, like, that's my latest. Like, I am 
wanting to go to sleep at eight o'clock and I, I don't know if it's you know the time change and also you know duck season but man i have been like just a not a night owl for sure but um <laughs> duck well, season will do it to you though yeah I, well, I mean you wake up at 4 30 and you know it, it gets tough on you for x amount of days in a row especially them old man yeah thank you um no, work's been just absolutely blistering this week. Um, probably the busiest week that we've had at work, not thanks to KU. Um, a lot of the RECCs are really booming right now for some reason. Um, yes, so the we, RECCs. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Booming, yeah. Booming. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, like uh, Taylor County and... Uh, South Kentucky, man, alive. Boy, they're running through some stuff. What the hell's an RECC? What does that stand for, Brian? Rural Electric. Something company. Oh, okay. It's like Bluegrass Energy. Oh, okay, okay. Um, You know, Bluegrass Energy, South Kentucky. Yeah, um, I'm tracking Jackson Energy. Um, So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've been really busy this this past week at work, and um, haven't been doing a whole dang a lot. I'm going to see... uh, Going to see Weedy play uh, guitar tomorrow night. Oh yeah, at a Mexican restaurant in Frankfurt. His his, his band's playing there, and uh, so we're good. We're good. I told I told him I said because he just got this new band up and going, and I said, man, I said, I said if there's a weekend this winter, then I'm not in Arkansas. I'm going to come watch you play, and uh, so uh, so yeah, we're going to go see him play tomorrow night. A man of your word, you know. I yeah. really I really respect that in a friend. Appreciate it, man. Somebody that's like real real strong in their word and follows through with what they what they say so kudos to you grant good job thanks brian uh so yeah no not really uh not really been doing a whole lot this past week um just uh <coughs> waiting for that second split Go- yes sir goose season's still open but i haven't yeah. really put much uh i ain't seen no geeseys I've got a Hall Hay tomorrow, and um, Natalie's got an archery tournament. They're all currently in Scott County. <laughs> all the geese. I did see. I'll just say this real quick. There's a lot. Um, so we're doing this on Friday night, the first. Yes, sir. First day of December. God, I can't, can't believe that. We've been doing this since May. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it for a while. Just doesn't see like it's possible. But um, why the hell aren't we making money yet? Uh, whatever. Um, Come on, Benelli. Wins, yeah, Wednesday night. Dad called me like four fifteen, four thirty. He said, "You'll never believe what I just heard fly over the house." Couldn't see him, but you'll never believe what I just heard. I said, "I don't know specs." You know, this is my first thought. He said, "No snows." He said, and "I couldn't. I never did see him, but you know, I could hear him." And uh, I was like, "Man, that's crazy." He said, "It looks like they were, you know, kind of flying headed your direction with." I mean, y'all know where Dad is. Hell, he's yeah. yeah, twenty miles as the crow flies, maybe or less. Fifteen. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm like, all right, well, that's cool. Well, I'm standing outside, and we're about to go to uh, where were we going Wednesday night? Oh, we had to go to town, and um, letting the truck warm up, and by God, I hear. Meow, meow, I got a group of about 40, 40 snows flew that's over. That's crazy. And I was like, I wonder if that's the same group. That would be wild. You know? He's uh, like, oh, man, I think they might be heading that direction. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it, it's crazy, you know, because we think, man, that's mind-blowing. 
you know, 15 miles. And uh, it just got me thinking, you know, these ducks that they banned um, in, like, West Tennessee, like 95% of them come back to within 10 miles of where they were banded the, the following winter. And yeah. it's just... So you're talking about thousands of miles, yeah, and you yeah. can still remember where to. It's just it, it blows my mind. But um, but now just uh, waiting on second split to start, and uh, that's about all I, I've been been doing since uh, since duck season closed this past Sunday. There you go. I am excited for the second. Yeah, too. Yeah. I said we'll have to maybe get somewhere next weekend and get a get a group together yeah um, you know you were talking about Manelli joking about that i'm not joking but i know you're not joking because I, I think that'd be really cool too but uh that is uh that's joe mims guys yeah texting in um he loved it he loved we, an image we we miss him we miss greatly joe. Uh, joe he'll, be on 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 huh? he'll be on joe the next one he'll be on the next one since the uh yeah. Uh, since the banquet. Since the banquet episode. Yes. He'll be on the next one. He'll, He'll be on the else. next one. I won't be. They're going to be in Arkansas. Secret, so. special, special secret guest. Yes. Top hey, secret. We could just run those two guests back. Maybe just leave out some of the uh, extracurricular activities. Well, one of them will get to talk about his yeah. his first experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to wait a day or yeah. two at least. So A day. Actually, not two. Um. So like you know, I haven't been doing much, um, you know, since like I said, duck season went out uh, this past Sunday for the first split, and um, you know we were in Arkansas Thanksgiving weekend, got to go uh, wings over the prairie. Um, <laughs> Someone did something fun while they were down there. Yeah, I did lots of stuff, lots of fun stuff. Yeah, but I saw pictures of one thing in particular. Did you stand on stage again? I did, yeah. Um, How'd that go? I haven't heard. You never told me. It went uh, okay. Um, man, did I, you get the pregame jitters? No. So, you know that that would be my third place uh, blowing this year. Um, you know, first one was Kentucky State, and then twice in Union City down at Final Flight, and then yeah. So I blew in a this year um, World Championship duck calling contest. Um, they uh, basically created a new contest for novice callers who haven't won a regional contest or haven't finished in the, I believe it was the top 10 of a regional contest in the, in the last 10 years or haven't won a regional contest in the last 10 years. Um, you know, just to try to, you know, spark some, you know, you know just get out there and, so people like me yeah. could get, get out, out there. there yeah. yeah, I mean, if you really wanted to, yeah, it's somebody that's never won a, a regional contest. I guess people like Brian too, but yeah. Um, and, and it was really cool. There, there was uh, twenty, either twenty or twenty-one uh, people competing in it, which which was really cool. Um, I think I tied for eleventh, which, man, I, but to, you, you said pregame genders. That was honestly the least nervous that I had been this year, and so oh, I don't, okay, I don't, know, I don't know if it was just you know blowing in more competitions. You know, I, I'm starting to get you know just maybe just a little bit more comfortable, um, but it messed up just a tiny, tiny bit, and uh, just I, I, I missed, I, I missed the next round by 
I think it was three points or something, three or four points, very close. Um, but uh, th- that was fun. Great to be on that stage. Um, uh, that uh, that that really really meant a lot, and it, it meant a lot. Uh, um, so you know, this past weekend, you know, Everly went, and um, you know she got to see me, and uh, meant meant a lot to see her out there. Um, and I had had a, had a great time. Um, the weekend was okay hunting wise. Um, maybe we just need some weather. Um, just just a lot of not a lot of big ducks still. Um, you know, thank God for green wing teal and uh, shoves because uh, it, not a lot had changed. Um, but it, it was good. She uh, Ev did really good Friday morning. Friday morning it was like. 46 degrees oh not too bad yeah not too bad at all um perfect kid weather <laughs> yeah and, and her waiters so her waiters from last year wait I, i'm missing something brian's pulling the damn recorder stop Brian, it stop it what are you doing <laughs> so her, her, so her waiters from were from last year and i was really hoping that she could uh wear them again this year comfortably did she well, Friday, like I said, comfortable, 47 degrees, you know, not too bad at all. Um, Saturday morning, it was 38 degrees, wind was blowing about 10 miles an hour, and it's, you know, it was chillier. Brisk. Yeah, and uh, she got to about 8 o'clock, and the boot size is an 11 which is what she wears but she was wearing you know the thick socks mm-hmm. and about eight o'clock it was daddy i can't move my feet daddy my feet are cold daddy my feet are freezing daddy i can't move my feet to keep them warm so on and so forth you know where this is going so we had to get out and uh you know took her back to the truck and we watched from the truck for a little while so guess what that means that's right Daddy had to buy her a new pair of waders at Max. Yes, sir. Yeah, let me. There you t- go, Bob. Yeah, I said uh, Everly. This- Make sure they're gonna fit next year. Oh, they're a size. They're either a thirteen or a one, so she can wear them for it. But smart. She's going back the the weekend after you go, Walker. Okay. Or Thursday, Friday. Oh, nice. You're double headering it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, she wanted to go twice last year and it didn't work out. Well, actually, she was going to go the weekend that I had COVID. Because I was just going to come down for Saturday and Sunday. Um, and we kidnapped you? Yes. Um, At gunpoint. So, yeah. So, no. She's going here in about three weeks again. I mean, Sunday morning, she, she well, come to find out she had the flu. Um, but Saturday night. Is Sat- that what it ended up being? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sa- Saturday, Saturday afternoon, evening, she started coughing, like, a lot. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Because the week before, she had strep. And um, and so I'm like a lot of crap going around. Oh dude. my gosh, dude! It, it, it's a uh, lot. East, Easton had a stomach bug last week. I mean, it, it's just I'm like on week three of having crud yeah. in my lungs. Well, so you sound I, a lot, I get it. You sound a lot better. Um, but so Sunday morning we woke up and I said, Ev, I said, you know, because she coughed through throughout the night Saturday night, and I said, Ev, you know what? Our, our, you want to sleep in or do you want to go? And she said, no, oh, sleep in. I was like, okay. So me and her stayed at the house. 
and uh, we, you know, she woke up at like 8.30, and uh, she was like, so when are we going hunting? I said, well, honey, I said, you know, they went this morning, and I said, you know, when we get back, when they get back, we got to leave. Bawling. I don't want to go home. I want to go hunting. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing something good in my life. And um, so, no, we had, had a great time. Wings Over the Prairie was awesome. Um, congrats to everybody who won contest uh, in Stuttgart this past weekend. Um, it, it's truly – they literally – I mean, they've got – you've been down there Thanksgiving weekend. I have. Um, I mean, they've got something for everybody. Yeah, they do. Um, you know, a lot of cool vendors, too. Yes. Not everybody's there. And – uh, they had carnival rides. Mm-hmm. Ev got to ride, you know, rides, and uh, you know they've got the gumbo, you know, cook off and uh, everything with that. And um, there's literally something for everybody down well, there. Well, even like the craft tent and stuff yes. like that. It's yeah. really cool. The mm-hmm. stuff that people makes and goes and sells the vendors. That I mean, that's something special to see too. Yeah. What people put their work into. So yeah. arch crafts, duck calls, uh decoys uh, apparel um i mean they had christmas wreaths uh you know door hangers they had puppies for sale um i mean and like i said you know had carnival rides for kids and um you know sika had booths and um there was uh, there's a handful there's actually a bourbon company from lebanon kentucky down there that's cool yellowstone yep Yellowstone. Yes, sir. Yep, they were down there. They had a pretty uh, solid had, bourbon, yeah, actually. Had had a little uh, little thing set up, and um, it just just a, a great weekend. Oh, um, I'm gonna put that on the list too. You, you need to go. I'd like to at some point. You, yeah, every everybody that I also want to go to Callapalooza. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, we talked about maybe doing that this coming year. Yes, we did. Um, still on my radar. Man, everybody that, that duck hunts and uh, has appreciation. Right next to Max. <laughs> yeah. R&T's right next to Max. Um, has, everybody that has an appreciation for duck hunting and, and, and calling, um, they, you need to go to Wings Over Prairie at least once. Check it off because it's, uh, it's fun. Um, I got a couple more years to go, to go and then I'm going to go again with Waylon. Even you know, even if the you know, like I said, the duck hunt one Friday was pretty good. Saturday was a struggle, and Sunday was me okay. Um, you know, even if the duck hunt's not good, that week I mean, you got stuff to do. There's down there. yeah, there's other you know, things yes. to do. <laughs> um, you know, and, and so it, it it it's a worthwhile trip to anybody that uh, that wants to go. Um, so we had a good time, <clears throat> and uh, yeah. Uh, just uh first split you know i i would give it a okay um wish we had more big ducks but uh grateful for the ducks that we had and um can you uh you want to divulge how many how many y'all successfully no. had no no okay. no no um, just uh, uh more than two yeah less than 100 <laughs> more than two less than 200 yeah um just a uh a, a good opener nothing extravagant but you know nothing poor either consistent yeah you know um just uh i had a, had a good time with it too and you had me at more than two that's yeah. more than the two i got right um it's a fact it's none none's keys zero yeah, so nada 
I, I muted the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't hear you there, no. bud. So, do you know alone. anything about Kalapalooza? No, I know nothing. Uh, you so, know who R&T Call is, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. who R&T is. I didn't realize that's what you all were talking yeah. about. So, yeah, I know. They put on a Max. big couple, two or three day event called Kalapalooza in... Nice. What time of year? The summertime. Nice. Okay. In May. May never mind. Oh, so we need to go down there for our one year anniversary. Maybe. It's not a bad idea. But it's mm. just basically a couple days of. Dude, I honestly I can't do it justice talking about it. They yeah. have like call making classes. Yeah. They make a bunch of short run. Uh, Specials. Special calls. Heck yeah. John makes a lot of really cool stuff for it. There's puppers. Oh God! What up, doggos? Oh God! Yeah, hold the hold the wires. Whoa. They stay down here with us. Yeah, yep. they'll, they'll calm down here in a minute. Okay. But yeah, they just do a whole lot of cool stuff. Okay, we're just gonna take a brief break. We'll be back with y'all in just a moment. Uh, who? What? I was, I was saying that was a good time oh. to cut and then feed back in on the. <laughs> I'm it's, confused. It's, it's okay. We didn't we didn't discuss this prior. Well, I didn't know the dogs were running in here, running run, run, run rampant. I'll get it out one way or another. No, oh. I just figured you'd do some of that fancy snippet. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Oh, if I can avoid okay. it, that's so annoying. Damn heathens. <laughs> but yeah, Callapalooza is a good time. Apparently, I've never been, but I've heard it was great. Nice. Okay. Yep. Cool. So, never mind. We're all back, guys. We didn't go anywhere. We're here this whole time. No commercial breaks unless Benelli calls me tonight. Hey, we never finished with that, by the way. But you did not. I, I'm gonna have to probably end up pulling the trigger on something within the next year. Pulling the trigger on something? Yeah. On on getting a Benelli because don't get a Beretta A400. I just tell people to buy them. I don't buy them myself. So, I mean, that's just the joke that I have there. But I'm confused. Seriously, though, oh, Super uh, Black Eagle 3 in Bottomland. Sunday of opening weekend, uh, Nick's gun. Oh, yeah. it's because this is lefty. It don't count. I think it's because it's a Beretta. If I get a Benelli, it'll be an SBE 3. It's probably been... Go big or go home. Deprived of attention M- one M- too many times. Just getting them, too. So just kidding too. I want an SBE three okay. bottomland. Hopefully by the time I go to buy one, there'll be an SBE four. Yeah, <laughs> then you can get SBE three for cheaper. Well, but then I'll get the four well, just to listen, be that guy. Here's here's my worry. Okay, not really. So if I had to, I'm gonna shoot my Gerson until it blows up my hand. Well, and that's the thing. All right, so I'm not I'm, I'm not no high dollar hunter. Okay, I like to appreciate my money a little bit more than just like blowing it on everything. So getting them too then. But hold on, like listen. Go ahead. But the Stoger. I noticed in dove season mm-hmm. was having feeding issues. Really? Not feeding, but uh, ejecting. And I was shooting high brass because it likes high brass. Probably lack of attention. And I'm just concerned. I haven't put a lot through it since. Yeah. But I need to. I need to do some clay shooting to uh, see if it's going to have issues because if I take it on that snow goose hunt, oh, that'd be bad. And she goofs up on me. You mm-hmm. always need to have a backup. Yeah, the problem is if I take that, and I'll I'll have my backup with me. Yeah, but it's a pump. It'll it's the wear AR. Me out. <laughs> yeah, the AR. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, um, that would take a while. Yeah, I got you. No, definitely. I shot more accurate with my pump though. <clears throat> hmm. 
I still remember that. I, I mean, that thing was a killer. But anyways, so that was that's where I was going okay. with that. I need well, to- Benelli, you heard it here first. That's who we want. Yeah, I know. I said Beretta at the beginning of well, this podcast, I mean, but that was the first we'll one. We'll do that the came reviews. We'll do the uh, the attention to it. Everything. Come on now. We will sell you more guns. Mm. Yes. Even hats. We'll sell you hats if you want. Yeah. We'll sell stuff for Benelli. Heck yeah. They're making handguns now, right? I'm sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't I'd know. Look. It doesn't matter. Um, so what we got first here, Grant? Uh, we have went way long yeah. on. <laughs> well, I, I just <laughs> no, um, no, we're, we're so, good. So yeah, so we talked about you know first flip, Wings Over Prairie. Um, that was that, it was like I said, it was a good time. Um, so this past week, uh, we all talked about what we want to talk about on this coming episode, hmm. and Walker had a good idea of well, why not ask the people that listen some ideas that we could talk about um and i just want to say and i think i can speak for for you all um don't you dare speak for me oh okay well, <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> um thank you all f- for the ones of you all that, that commented on our, on our post um we had some we've got some really good questions and, and i think it's going to answer a lot of a lot of good questions that need to be answered um i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't realize they were gonna be that in depth it kept me up all night i didn't sleep a wink i've been thinking about these it's it's been wearing on me for a couple days has it been wearing on you yeah when i I put it out there go ahead i'm I'm blonde headed and i have a gray hair coming up under my ear it's it's there i don't appreciate when i put the question out there on facebook and instagram i was like you know what i'm looking forward to some not that I'm opposed to these in-depth questions because yeah. they're nice. What duck do you not like the most? I, I, yeah. I was I was hoping for like, <laughs> what duck meat tastes the best? Yeah. What's, what's your favorite decoy to look at? Easy questions. Yeah. What, Some, I was hoping to have best? like 15 that we could just run through, yeah. but I'm cool with three that'll take some time. What's, what's the best website to buy ammunition? So. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to choose between boss and heavy steel, what you shooting? Yeah. These are... <laughs> what um, color is your shotgun? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite camo pattern? You prefer Max Five or Bottomland? No, uh, wrong. You're both gay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Does your truck have truck nuts and sit five extra inches off the ground? <laughs> if you don't wear Sidka, are you really a real sorry about duck your dick, hunter? bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, these uh, God dang. These, these three. What's your favorite camo pattern and why is it Bottomland? <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> Uh, these, these three questions are really good. Y'all are lunatics. Will Grant ever cut his hair? No. How many times in a year have you thrown coots in the trash? By the way. Damn, Brian. By the way, speaking on the cutting hair thing. So, you know how in Arkansas when the ducks, they're flying about 15,000 foot up in the air. Joe's favorite ducks, Joe's, yes. Yeah, Joe's favorite kind of ducks. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, Dad will say, well, hell, they're flying up there with Jesus. <laughs> we don't say that anymore because... Flying Je- up there with Grant. No, oh. no. They're flying up there with the Almighty because Jesus is sitting here in the pit with us. That's the new thing, apparently. Yeah. As Tyler, we- thank you. Yes. They're- Jesus is sitting here in the pit. They're flying up there with the Almighty now. So, uh, just wanted to make that real clear. Oh, I bet everybody's man. jealous that you just walk on the water all the way back to the deck. 
<laughs> yeah, it doesn't even have to get on the fork. Your the back, forklift. your back probably hurts <laughs> laying out the decoys because you have to scrunch over all the way. Well, that's the thing. Well, you know, when I had to take Ev back to the truck, I didn't even go get the four wheeler. I just walked across the water all the way back to the truck. Wow. Yeah. Did you carry her? Or did you make her swim? <laughs> no, I just carried. Oh, okay. Her. <laughs> Poor Ev might have to swim. <laughs> she did really good. Um, the first morning, we had to hold her hand walking to the pit. Walking back to the boat. It's not uh, understandable. Second, second morning, we had to walk her to the pit, but from the pit back to the boat, I got it. Shoot, yeah. By herself. a girl. Well, that's the best time to be confident, because if you fall in at that point, you're already going back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, no. So, so yeah. So, we so got, you got some good questions? We, I think we got three really good questions. We got three, questions. I mean. Um, outstanding. Um, at least eight and a half out of tens. Well worth losing sleep. And... I didn't lose sleep because I can't answer a lot of. Them. <laughs> I want to make. This, I'm going to try. You know, make this known that these these are our opinions. Um, these these yeah, aren't. We, we're not duck doctors, okay? Yeah, we don't I, understand. Now, the, I, I, these are our opinions, but I really don't care what other people think. So I, I, whatever. I, I I did do a lot of <laughs> research um, on, on these on my opinions. Squirrely, Brian. Um, <laughs> but the first the first one that we got was from Cody Arvin. And it was, waterfowl hunting in Arkansas has been in decline. Why? That That's the shortened version of it. Yeah, it was a very long question, yes. but that is the um, meat of it, the meat and potatoes. And I'd kind of like to touch on that one first. And y'all uh, chime in. Me. Go for it. Um, I, I can really... Can I chime in with my limited knowledge first? Yes. And then you can come in behind with the more informed stuff? Sure. Okay. So, for years, and correct me if I'm wrong, it has been the most hunter-populated flyway, the Mississippi. Mississippi flyway, yes. With the most waterfowl on it? Yes. Well, I'm sure the amount of hunters probably has something to do with it, right? But now, DU says... That the the well actually I'm sorry not du du reports, but by license sold, we're in decline. You are correct. On hunters, it's, but what I'm saying is not the recent years, but the the last I don't know. I'm assuming it's been like that for a while. Right. Yes. So for the last 15, 20 years, everyone flocks of that flock. many people hunting it. Even if we're on the decline in the last three, four, even five years. Right. You I didn't mean that. to interrupt you. I was just You're saying. You're okay. I was just no, saying on the Interrupt stack. me, Daddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, I mean, if you have that volume of hunters coming right. to that one spot, I mean, it's not that one spot, but, you know, the whole. In that area. Yeah. yeah that particular area of the United States that produces a lot of ducks. Mm-hmm. You're bound to be having issues. At some point, and it's you know it's down the road issues is the way I look at it, and that might be what we're seeing now by well, Cody's question. And and, and per this, Cody's this question. would be my basic, my basic thought would be, not evolution as in the body changing, but evolution of the migration, because they're remembering what's going on. The surviving ducks might be recalling the incidents and issues. Like son of a gun, I about got hit by something loud over there, <laughs> or did get hit, scuffed their their yeah. ass feathers off, and they're they're now not wanting to be there anymore. So, my thought there is is yeah, the evolution of them learning. They're 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 wise. A, a big buck 
does not get large and mature in a heavily hunted area. <laughs> By going to the same place he's been shot at right. slash heard shots right. for the last three years. So why can't we sit there and apply that? If if a duck, if ducks and geese can migrate within 10 or 15 miles of the same area year after year with the accuracy of knowing where they're at, what's to say they can't change where they want to be? Now, this might be a question for Grant when he gets back. Right. But... If that logic, which I'm not saying it doesn't, I, I don't know. That's why I was going to ask him. So by that logic, they should be going to other flyways, right? That's what you I would think. Would you also agree with that? I, I don't think they'd make the jump to the next flyway. No, I think they would just kind of stick stick to the outskirts. My my other thought would be the loss of land. So yeah, that dig, ain't no joke. Dig dig into something. Take take a rabbit hole off to the veer right. And think, okay, what else is in decline? Um, farmers in America. Definitely in um, decline. So you've got fifth and sixth generation family farms closing left and right. Um, our generation, Walker, you and I, for us to just... Uh, no, no, no. Hold on, Grant. No, listen. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like I'm the Stop. one that said it? <laughs> I'm not... I'm including you in just a second, okay? Oh, okay. For Walker and I... Not to have um, the door open for us in a my family's been doing this lifestyle, and for us to have to go and and try at this point in time with a eight point or nine point or nine percent interest rate, rate trying to buy land, it's just it's non-existent. It's not happening. Damn near impossible. I, Grant, is, I mean, there's no let's, way it's let's financially be honest, Grant, feasible. If, if your farm wasn't bought, what, 15 years ago, 18 years ago? Eight. Huh? Eight years ago. Eight. You, okay. Yeah, you I, bought I, it eight even years eight ago. Years it was ago. in the I mean, family. So, yeah, even eight in, years ago. Yeah, but it was in the family for the last yes. 15 or 18. Yes. But what I'm getting at, though, is it's it's so difficult. Oh, yeah. So my thought is, is if you're losing the farming, you're losing the farmer, and you're not having the regular crops to draw them, are they working harder to find the food? You know what I mean? Are they? You you may be hunting in a flooded rice field this year, but what's everybody else's situation? What's the flooded timber look like? Um, in in those areas, where where are they moving at? So I don't know my my second rat like wormhole there or wormhole duck hole <laughs> duck hole you have went duck rabbit and now wormhole <laughs> I'm struggling uh, but what would be week. that farm farms yeah. closing down not uh, remind me after the podcast I have so, a question about flooded timber it's nothing related to what we're talking about so I'm not going to take up time with it on the podcast okay but I don't know Walker that would be something that would be my other educated guess but um, um, lack of area lack of area yeah. 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 Um, now, I, here, here comes the research man let's see, do it. to tell us why we're wrong. No, 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 no you're, you're right. Um, I, I would I would go with, with – I'm going to touch on three things. Um, and and I, I strongly believe that all of them have a point um, a, as to why. Touch them, rub them, uh, grope them. Come on. The first one – Squirrely Brian. The first, the first one's duck population. Um, oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. 
And I've seen the reports, and I still didn't even 20, think of it. You know, so so this year it was just above thirty-two million birds. Okay, not not bad. You know, two thousand thirteen. 48.6 million birds. Yeah, that's so that's 16, 16 million, million more birds. Now, granted, 2003, so 20 years ago, 36.2 million birds. So, you know, it and it fluctuates. It, I was going to say back, it's bound to fluctuate. Well, back in the back in the um quote-unquote glory days, you know, the good old days as they say. Um the limit was like 1990, I believe it was like 26 million. Um, so it has been lower than it has this year, but the 80s, you know, and early, you know, very early 90s, I believe. Um, you know, they had the point system. Your and also even after the point system, your limit was lower. Your season was shorter. So you have this this limit, very very liberal limit now, six per person, four mallards, whatever you know for your Mississippi flyway, sixty days. But your population isn't that high, um, and you can. A lot of factors go into that. Um, your drier years, your drought years, and you know, prairie puddle, the population is significantly less than it is when there is, when you know, when there is only three million ponds, you know, pond counts compared to a five million pond count. The five million pond count, I think there was 4.9 million ponds in 2013, and the population was 48.6 million breeding pairs. Um, so a lot of that, but that isn't anything that the state of Arkansas can control. Right. It's not anything the but, Mississippi uh, Flyway yeah, can yeah. control. But, you know, I, I think, you know, it, it has to have some kind of an effect. You, you can't say that, well, I know for a fact, you know, our year 2013 was our best year ever. Right. The population and the numbers reflect that. The population was the highest it's been in God, I don't know how long. So that would be, you know, one of my one of my things would be the duck population. Another thing, and the next two things I think are probably bigger than the duck population. Pressure. You know, we've touched on, you know, farms closing down. You know, there's not as many places for these ducks to go. But even for these ducks, and, you know, mainly probably mallards, you know, these ducks, you know, if they got shot at early in the morning, either on public land, private land, you know, timber, fields, whatever, they knew that there was places that they could go deep in the thickest woods imaginable that they could get away from from all, from all of that and now you know, and, and even you know duck hunters are some of the smartest they, they make some of the smartest innovations and, and i'm not saying that it, it's all a bad thing but the Modern duck hunter has so many availabilities 
at their you know so many tools available so many tools available to them the 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 amount of motion decoys these days the you know but uh, i'm gonna get back to so ducks used to be able to go into the the backwoods where nobody could get to them and, and they knew that they could do that modern innovation your boats your mud motors you can go to all these places that 25 you years ago you couldn't get to and so those back parts of biomeda down there and stuck yeah yeah right any yeah any any you know timber hold that biggest buck brush thickest stuff that you couldn't get a boat through shallowest water that you'd never be able to get a a, a, a motor you know through you can get through now and, and these ducks they they don't have they, they can't feel comfortable yeah they don't have and that I, safe uh, <laughs> that safe space they can don't I, have a safe space yeah you know, air just, can yeah. i hit on something though because i looked it up yeah because i was just curious you were bringing up 1990 um stats yeah. on 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 the duck population so we last year had the lowest statistic um presumably ever uh in waterfowl duck hunting history since um it started being tracked in 1966 um at 125,000 residents, okay. We're talking, we're talking about Arkansas. Yeah, U.S. This is this is 25,000 residents. Yeah, that's how many. It's what it says. Um, so that's how many people. Bought oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Hold on. Sorry, this is Canada numbers, but still, <laughs> no. Listen, but listen, go with it. Oh, I'll listen. go with it. Canada's terrible. But listen, uh, drastically down. But so Canada had ten percent fewer waterfowlers. I Sorry agree. that I left that part out. I agree with that. Um, but since they started tracking in 1966, okay, mm-hmm. last year they had 125,000. Okay, for the 22-23 season. Right. 1978 mm-hmm. was the highest recorded. Oh yeah. At 505,000. Right. Okay. Right. So. My my thought there is is what I, I would like to look that up for the U.S. and see what that says. Well, but, you're you're uh, uh, we're getting off. Yeah, you know, we're, we're getting off, we're getting off Arkansas, but you know, I, I mean, you know, I, I live in uh, you know we live in Kentucky, um, but you know I, I care a lot about Arkansas. Um, you know, Stuttgart is the duck and rice capital of the world. Quote unquote, it's on their sign. As soon as you drive in the Stuttgart, um, so you know the amount of pressure that these ducks because they 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 they, they can't go anywhere anymore without being shot at, and you know everybody wants to hunt. You know, everybody wants to, to, to go hunt and, man, we'll make a cool TikTok video and, and we'll, we'll, we'll post it on our Instagram. And I'm not saying that that I'm the, you know, I, do, do I post pictures on, on my Facebook? Yes, because I have kept since 2010 a Waterfowl Season album on my Facebook. But I'm not always just posting pile pics. I'm not posting videos 
who th- this stuff this stuff on, on public land in Arkansas is, is is a joke. Well, let me hit on something. I have a stat for you now that is Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas. 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 Okay. okay. Right. You're talking about growth. Mm. Uh, in 2020, okay, mm-hmm. um, 77,500. Okay. Two years prior to that was mm-hmm. 15,000 less. Okay. And this is resident or no, or just just total? Arkansas. This is what was bought. Okay. Ducks, Hunters. Duck stamps. Uh, it doesn't per- say that particularly, but it says that's the hunters for Arkansas in the 2020 year. Okay. For duck hunters. This this past year there was over a hundred thousand. So in a two two more years, it doubled. They no. it grew another twenty three thousand. Yeah. Um. So that right there can that's your concrete evidence. Yeah. As social media has a larger influence, oh, it, 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 it's growing. What's coming? You know. Like I said, I I, I you know I, I've keep an album, and, and the reason I do it is because hell, I like to go back and look at it. You know, when it pops up on my memory, well, ten years ago, you know, you were hunting with so and so, and so and so, and y'all killed you know fifteen ducks or whatever. You know, I like going back and look at it. The thing that I can't understand is these, and most of them are probably Walker's age and younger. There probably is some guys our age, and let's go make a TikTok video of who can race who to the hole first, and you know if, if they don't like us. I was listening to it. I can't remember who it was the other day. They hunted opening weekend public land in Arkansas, and they were close enough. You know they set up somebody else set up on them. I don't know how far away. Couldn't have been too awful damn far. And every time that they would start to work birds. As soon as they would start a feed chatter, by God, these people would shoot. And uh, one one guy, it, apparently, it was close enough that one guy got shot in the face and it left whelps. Didn't didn't you know penetrate the skin, but it left whelps on his face. Over a duck. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about it on a couple podcasts ago. Them uh, the boys, them two guys up on real foot here a couple years ago. You know, got shot by you know the, over over a duck. They were teenagers, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, either te- or, or the or 20s, 20s, whatever. Yeah. You know, so everybody wants to make these cool videos and these cool posts, and we're just, we're Billy Badass. But it, when it comes to, you know, in, in the state of Arkansas, you know, the the green timber is, is dying. Um, and, and there's a lot of push to revive the green timber, you know, and nobody wants to do it. No, nobody wants to put in the conservation work. If you want to k- kill these ducks and you want to make these cute little videos, put in some work. You know, support. We've we've talked about it, guys. Uh, ducks Unlimited and, and Delta Waterfowl and and your Arkansas Game and Fish and and they're they're not all just bad game wardens out to get you because you didn't put a plug in your gun. You know, there's there's good people out there that want to do good stuff for your state, and, and most of the time, they they're they're out to you know do right things. I would say ninety five percent. Yeah, there's some things you know not everybody can agree on, but um, you know you 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 want to do these 
cool things for social media, but you don't want to put the conservation and efforts in to make Arkansas great. Um, and I just had to go off on a little bit of a rant there. But uh, so yep, yeah, so so we've got duck population um, pressure, and the last one that I have um, for for this one is weather. Um, and it, it's a big one for me too. Um, so Brian, if you were a duck, okay, if you were a big, fat, green mm. greenhead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you had you had to fly south every year yep. because. You didn't have a house to live in. You had to fly south to where there was warmer where you could live outside, okay? Yep. If you could prevent from flying an extra thousand miles because the weather in Missouri, North Missouri, Iowa, the the weather in southern South Dakota is like, eh, 25 degrees and it might snow every now and then but you know it's not that bad so if you could prevent from flying another thousand miles south wouldn't you do that yeah conserve Uh, energy yeah Yeah. exactly the december temperatures in north dakota this was an average of north dakota uh in 2022 was 20 degrees Mm. it's cold yeah and not horrible the december temperature in 2013 was four and a half degrees Mm. It's a, that's cold it's a 15 and a half degree difference you and understand that's an average that means they yeah. have to be well negative mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot at least so <laughs> yeah all right so so north dakota yeah you know eventually they're they're probably going to get out of north dakota missouri 2022 was 33.2 degrees well that's that's warm enough to keep water open mm-hmm I wouldn't fly south of that. 2013, the average temperature in the state of Missouri was 29.8 degrees. It's closing up a little bit. That's enough to close up some water. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? If there's yeah. no if there's no weather, if there's no reason which, to move south. Why would you? Exactly. You know, yeah, you'll get you know, like we've talked about. So this is Grant's rant about global warming. It's not. I don't even know if it's global <laughs> warming. Kidding. I think it's just a just cycle kidding. of weather. It, it's it's a cycle. It it's, is a cycle. It's a cycle. What you know the the nineteen back in the seventies. Oh God, there's an, the next ice age is on its way. <laughs> you could walk across the Ohio River. And, now they're and, saying we're going to be boiling yeah, hot like the sun. You know, <laughs> you could walk across the Ohio River in Louisville. Yeah. You know, from my, one side to the other. In '77, my mom missed school for 32 yeah. days, something like that. Straight. That is like insane. They had, they had yeah. snow drifts that were 10 and 12 foot tall on their little country lane. Um. So yeah. It, you know, it's it's just you know, it, and you, and you can't control that. I mean, there's nothing new about that, but you it's know, no different and, and, than the 16 inches of the snow we got 10 years ago. Yep. Eight years ago. Yep. Uh, it was 14, 14 or 15. But that was February. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Here. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. You keep um, that in mind, everybody. We yeah. said February. Um, I think it's February, like the very first week of March, too. Mm. Um, we got two two big snowstorms, like back to back, within two weeks. Um, so <clears throat> that's my my three big things. 
man i, I mean the ducks that are down there are pressured to hell and back mm-hmm. and there ain't as many ducks that the fight yeah you know and i mean it's very noticeable well the ducks do that yes the, there is ducks that go down you know your smaller body ducks that don't have as much fat on them they're gonna move green wing teal shovelers you know pintails are very slender ducks they're they're big but they're not big body not beefy um your more hardy ducks your mallards if i ain't gotta fly south why would i fly south? if i got all this fat on me by god i'm gonna stay up here and not fly Mm -hmm. south and it's very obvious because 75 percent of the ducks that we shot open the first split were teal um so uh, great great question and one that i'm very happy to uh to answer um and i hope hope gave some insight you know at least from uh, the beady waterfowl perspective yes yes you know this you know this is just my you know our our two cents but uh our three cents and you know and i I got and and this is just for those listening this is something that i'm curious about because there is a guy that i work with that he only hunts missouri they do very well this time of year most of the time um so i'm curious that in the future say one wanted to hunt missouri in the earlier part of season and then hunt arkansas in the Mm. later part of the season Mm -hmm. there could be some benefits possibly Mm. but i have no concrete evidence of that nor am i going to take and sit there and say that that's the truth so that's just my my recent thought process on things. That's a good. Uh, we'll talk about it. Curious to see who this is. No name. Anyway. Um, so yeah, thank you, Cody, for that great question. Um, yes, sir. Thank you. I, I hope this yeah, very uh, good one. helped you as well really as enjoyed it. Several others. Um, I just I can't go the idiocracy that goes on on that public stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous to watch. The fact that I'm nervous about hunting public up here in Kentucky. Could you imagine? That? <laughs> no shot, dude. No it's way. Like, it's like a daggone drag race on those I'm boats. Out I've in the seen swamp. the videos, and it's just it's scary. Uh, call me what you want. If a man fell over backwards out of a boat, he'd be dead, dead. before yeah. he rose Period. to the top of the water. And even if you got to the hole. Somebody could come up, oh, I've hunted here for, for five days. Well, buddy, I, I beat you here today. I'm sorry about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to kick your ass. And well, my that's guy jump out, of, jump out of his boat and start throwing punches at you over a duck. Yep. Golly. Well, and, and you know, that might be something we need to address in the possible rules or regulations or something to change. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, but how are you going to enforce that? Right. There, well, it's too many people on too big of land. For all of Kentucky. Well, they all have to put in at the uh, same spot. Yep. In in a lot of scenarios. Correct. So you limit the access for the morning. Oh, well, and but see, I can see what I'm saying. That I understand what you're (coughs) saying. It's it's a real it's a real fine line, and and Arkansas is a very fine line because I believe the second split. From December 9th to December 23rd, I believe, and I, I have to look it up or have one of y'all look it up, I believe all WMA, public WMAs in Arkansas, out of state, uh-uh. Just in state. Just 
resident. You know, owner. and I could agree with that. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that so, at all. So you it, think about that because, but and so you know, you say you can, well, you have you you should you know should limit, but then you also have to look at it from the economic um, economic side of Arkansas. <coughs> That, sorry, Brian's over here coughing up along. Um, how much revenue those out-of-state duck hunters bring the state of Arkansas every single year? I mean, some of these towns, <laughs> they live for if the it water for duck season. season. By God, they oh, yeah. yeah, you know. Um, so it, it's a it's a real fine line. Well, you limit. Well, they've already limited it some. You know how how limit until. Well, hell, I don't want to go to Arkansas if I can only hunt, you know, 15 days out of the 60 days. But listen, my so. thing there is if you limit it long enough to see what changes, mm-hmm. if if it doesn't change, then so be it. Mm-hmm. If you see a, a, a drastic improvement, yeah, then things need to be looked at a little bit different. When we're talking about the future of water sports, or water sports, water sports, water sports, <laughs> waterfowl, huh? we're out here skiing in December <laughs> yeah. on rivers. We're, we're, we're looking we're at the future on the white of, river. Of waterfowl hunting, though. Yeah, because ESPN show up. So if we're not, <laughs> y'all are killing me. Ba-da-da, so if we're not, <laughs> so but if we if we don't care about it now, to the drastic measure of of protecting it. Then we shouldn't have a reason to complain twenty years from now when there's nothing. If it's non-existent, <laughs> when they've knocked it down, do you get two a day? I mean, I would hate to be that generation that looks back and is like, "Wow, we could have done so much more to make well, this and, better." And part of this is, if we're talking strictly Arkansas, yeah, right. You know, yes, we enjoy it. We try to do our best to mm-hmm. help out and in arkansas by paying for our licenses our duck stamps spending our money there on food gas whatever helping arkansas economically as best we can right protecting not protecting preserving preserving and protecting maybe even right might be the right word the waterfowl that come through or trying to make a change for them ultimately falls to arkansas Mm-hmm. And Arkansas's residents, mm-hmm. yeah, we does. we can do all our, we want to help, but you know we can't. Oh yeah, I mean I, I agree. And, we, and I'm not. You know, we're not voting in people down there that right. But listen, I'm not saying oh, I'm not God, saying more rules, more laws are going to make things better. I am the first to say that that's not the yeah. truth, and and I don't agree with like ninety percent of what's going on in the world. But at some point regulations on certain things mm-hmm. have to change or be um rewritten in the in the fact well, that certain time periods of the season may not be correct for what the law is yeah uh, you know another and i want i want to read this real quick I, i've had this say um this was uh um Hold on. Uh, it's actually, I believe he's actually another host on, on another podcast, but um, Brent Birch. Um, he is the Arkansas see, Executive Director of the Little Rock Technology Park, um, editor and co creator of Greenhead, the Arkansas Duck Hunting Magazine, and author of The Grand Prairie, A History of Duck Hunting. 
hunting's hollowed ground. See our next guest. <laughs> no, we probably call him. Um, social media has made a mess of waterfowling. Uh, a lot of bad stuff gets brought to the forefront, and none of the good stuff. Man, there is some good stuff. You you post a, some of them sunrise pictures. Everybody would write those for the world. I mean, just beautiful. beautiful. Well, and then there's social media pictures like uh, what's the guy from. R&T on the podcast. He's kind of their lead producer and host. Colton. Colton. Mm-hmm. I just recently followed him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That man, just he posts pictures of his dog. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, and that's good social media for duck, you know, duck hunting. Um, there's a race down the boat lanes to be first in the woods. There's a race not to reach a hole, but to beat somebody else to a hole. Conflict, harsh words, and even fist fights are endemic to this culture. Danger is good. It attracts Instagram and TikTok followers. It makes for good videos on podcasts. Money, I ain't posting no kind of videos on podcasts. I'm just going to tell you. Um, but hunters competing against the ducks as if a title or money were at stake. I, I, it's just. And, and then, you know, all these kids, you know, that are doing this, they don't give back. There, there's no. And, and, the, and you know. You said, you know, we can only do so much, you know, because we're out of state. A lot of these, hell, they drive from South Carolina and, uh, you know, all over the place. And and if you're going to come to Arkansas or go to Arkansas, you can still give back, even if you live from out of state. Um, Well, yeah, and that's what I was saying, that we do do our best by buying our licenses, by treating uh, the place like we should. It's, you know, treating yeah. that entire state like it was ours. Right, right. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. You know, um, when when they were trying to change opening weekend to open the Saturday after Thanksgiving yeah. instead of the Saturday before, I I, I wrote them. Hey, you, you're going to mess up a lot of. You know, my big thing with that was the kids. Um, you, you you're missing out on an entire day. The kids are out of school that they could be out there hunting, and so you know I wrote them. You know you can you can do that kind of stuff, and I'll go down there and you know help and talk to a biologist. And there, there's lots of stuff that you can do besides just kill all the damn ducks. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Um, so I hope that was. I hope I didn't get too much on big of a rant and. and uh, but I, I think... Hey, and the wise words of Brian Tyrone Butler, get out there and do something. Just get out there and do something. Get out there and do something. Precisely. Um, Brian, what is your middle name? Adam. <laughs> hey, Bri- that was so off. <laughs> Summer of 69, by God. <laughs> I just should have let it ride. We're in heaven. <laughs> we have... Uh, the first man and Jesus. We're My in heaven. Freaking wife screwed us all up for sins for eternity. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing <laughs> myself. Does it cut? Does it cut like a knife? <laughs> but it felt so right. He's, he's kissing me. I, yeah. I caught on when you were, were you, missing the pitch on heaven. Were you doing it in summer '69? <laughs> I heard that's when he got his first real six string. It's what I heard. <laughs> Where'd you pick that up? Oh, I think you bought it at the five now. Uh-huh. No way. 
Have you seen his fingers? I heard he played it till his fingers bled. Heard he had a band and they tried real hard. <sighs> anyway. Joey quit. <laughs> oh. Dang it, Joey. <laughs> One of them got married, I heard. I know. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Um, yeah, Cody, thank you for Should have known they'd never go far. All right, I'm Shit. done. All right. <laughs> you want it. me to read the next one? Yeah, Brian. What, yeah, you want to read the next one? Get, get me off this. <laughs> Hold on. He's got to figure out which phone it's on. <laughs> get it together, Brian Tyrone. I left the third one at home. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what laws, bag limits... Um, would you like to see uh, changed or improved uh, by our listener and dear friend Dylan? Um, Dylan who? Jenkins. Okay. Dylan with Hawes or. Sorry, I wasn't throwing last names out there, but. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> Dylan Jenkins, you're you're on. Thanks, Dylan. Um, but you know, just just a lot of thought with that would be a couple things. Um. My my first for the Kentucky area um, when it comes to laws that I'd like to see changed, I'd like to see adjustment to uh, opening and closing. Um, been doing this now eight years up here with you, Grant. Something like that. And uh, long enough to realize that opening mornings on Thanksgiving are few and far between when they're functional. Um, I think in the, in, in that total time for myself, two, um, one was really successful and one was a couple, I believe. Um, but my thing there is why are we not adjusting with the weather? Um, it's, it's colder later. Gosh dang, we've had freaking probably four Christmases and in, in the last eight years that have been north of 60 degrees on christmas day um but then come february we're 10 11 degrees yeah as as high as cold um in those same years where christmas is is hot um so my thing is why not wait until december 1st or the second weekend in december and extend into february because Duck hunting around here seems like it's really starting to fire up your first or second week of January. And then you get a rhythm, and then it's closed. So, do you want to hit on it at all, Grant? Tweak that however you, you feel. That's my personal impression on what I see. It, if 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 we could, I'd be all for it. Um, but that... <laughs> It goes back to the conservation side of it. Um, by mid to late January, most of your ducks um, are paired up for mating season. By February, most places. Now, yes, when it when it gets down to negative 10 here in february no they're not headed back north but the first big south wind that they get they're headed back north back to breed um now granted it will take them about a month or so to get back up there but that is the reason why that i don't at least in the foreseeable future see that ever changing is because 
they've started to pair up. They're so ready that's to, why we don't hunt on the return flight is because yep. they're paired up. Yep. They're, they're, I've always wondered that. Never thought to ask or look it up. Yeah, and, and I mean, you will get some, you know, re- reverse migration. You know, you can catch a good re- reverse migration. You know, in January. Um, you know, if you're in, I'm I'm going to say more in Arkansas than here, but um, you know, late January, if it's man, if it's 60 degrees in in late January with a 15 mile an hour south wind. You're going to see a lot of ducks come back out of the south because, you know, we talked about, you know, if Fat Daddy Mallard doesn't have to fly south as far south as he can, well, guess what? I'm going to want to get back up there as soon as, as, soon I, as, soon as I can. Yes. Um, so I don't know if that will change anytime soon um, just because – you know, like I said, they're starting to pair up. You know, they're starting to get ready to go back north to, you know, breed and um. But I mean, I agree with you. By God, September, 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 February tenth rolls around, and by God, you see more ducks around here than you do the yeah. entire month of December. Um, I just, yeah, I that one. I don't know if that one will happen. It's it's. It's more of a, a, a want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you're being a, you're being a greedy hunter, not a conservationist. Well, <laughs> let, let me hit on. All right. So let me hit on the next one. Mm-hmm. I think the daily limit should be less. I agree with that. I could get down on that as well. Yep. Now, I find this interesting. I said five. You said four. Mm. I want to hear your reason on four. I, I'm just, I, I would be very curious My, I, I, I would just be very curious as to see if it's four, and again, there's a real fine line between, you know, all these <clears throat> blank boys mm. and their flat bottom boats and their mud motors. Mm, heard that. You still going to go out there for four ducks? Mm. Are you still going to do it? I like that. But, again, if you take away, you know, okay, if you lose that, then you take away from a state's economy, blah, so yep. on and so forth. But, you know, I can remember when the population was, what did I say, 48.6? And man, those were some days. And you know, okay, if it's if you want to if you want to make it six, if it is six, make it six continent wide, right? Pacific Flyway seven, Canada's eight. Why? Why? Why when you get down here, then it drops to six, right? Um. Make it continent wide. So, you know, if you want to keep it at six, keep it at six, but keep it at continent wide. See, see what that does. I, 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 honest to God, you know, to get the the population back up to you know around fifty million, and, and boy, would it hurt. But would I be understanding of it? If you dropped it to a four a four bird limit, you know, say three mallards, you know, you can kill three mallards, but four bird, and a forty five day season. For 
three or four years to get that population back up. Game. Now, let's let's. This is an efficient duck hole. Mm. This this is my thing here. All right, so this you is sure where it's not it a groundhog hole. No, this is where it gets tricky though, and and this is mm-hmm. what I want everybody that's a listener. If you, if you have a theory behind this, or you have concrete evidence, or if you just have more questions within this, I'd love to hear them. Type them up, send them in. My thought is though, big picture. Okay, mm. if we lower the daily bag limit or adjust it to be six all over and say more birds make it this year and they make it next year and they make it the following year. See what I'm doing there? I'm growing a trend. They're growing. They're producing more. They're growing more. They're elevating their numbers. Okay, let's recircle back. We're in loss of land that that they migrate to, that they feed on, what happens if you take 100 livestock on 100 acres and now you make it 60 acres and 150 livestock? You see what I'm getting at? Don't have as much to eat. You don't have as much to eat. What happens when disease happens? You have a lot more loss. Mm-hmm. So my concern there would be you have yeah. the herding, you have the herding theory, okay? Yeah. Where the the immune system of the herd builds. Mhm. But well, just like snow geese, just like snow you geese, you know that all that avian influenza last year. You know this first split in Arkansas, right? Actually, you know we might have saw one because there was one snow goose. He was flying about twenty yards above the road, and then he just went crashed, nose dived into <laughs> off the side of the road. <laughs> Wildest crap ever. I would. I, I mean, and nobody else in the truck saw it but me. I, and I was driving. I said, yeah. "Did y'all see that? <laughs> what? Who won?" <laughs> I mean, but, literally driving, and then went. <laughs> but you, but you see what my concern yeah. oh, yeah. is. I'm, yep. I'm no, I'm no veterinarian. I'm no like yeah. in-depth um, medical research expert right. when it comes to um, migratory flus or anything like that right. that would affect waterfowl, waterfowl as a whole. But my concern there would be is if we do get at that to that 50 million or that 55 million, and we and we grow it, but it's a rapid growth with a loss of of feed, then what do we do? Are, are you going to see this now broken flyway where now they're expanding outside the flyway to go different places? Um, you're going to have inconsistent trips. You're going to have stragglers. And are you going to have health issues? I mean, just right. what's the health of the bird going to be? Right. So I've got a. So that that's just some that's just some rabbit yeah. hole or <laughs> rabbit hole. That's some duck hole questions there. To go with, I don't believe it was a duck we, hole question. That seemed no, very related. Very <laughs> correlated with it, for sure. So it's just something that that, that yeah. I think on in, in the growth of that. So my thing is, to your argument, mm-hmm. and I guess to Grant's as well, I don't believe it would be a four- or five-year turnaround to get those numbers back up. I think it, you'd be looking at a little bit longer in, of in a, a time frame to get yeah, I, to get I, up to that fifty million again. Yeah, or close right. To it. Well, I, I was just and using I, no, that I understand. That. I, I, I don't think that it would be either. But I was going to point that out personally once he said it. Yeah, but I'm just piggybacking off you because you talked before. Yeah, I don't think we can get sixteen million in no. four years. I doubt no. it. No. I, I I would be more willing to bet it'd be like a ten to thirteen yeah. year swing you know, to get it back up. About a million and a half a year type deal. Give or take. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I could see that, I think. You know, 
But the e- other, high, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Even if you don't well, drop it to four or five, why does Canada get to kill eight of them? Well, how many? Uh, I don't have the stat in front of me. You should. You probably know this. How many uh, ducks were taken in the U.S. last year? Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah. That, look, can, Walker, can you I'll hit work that? On it. So, so my thought there is, is if you're, if you take, all right, there's, I don't know, two and a half million ducks or three million ducks were killed last year. Uh-huh. What would be two less of every hunter? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what, what would that change? So that I right there, you. like if you have a couple hundred thousand ducks so if you went from, spared. Yeah. So if you went from 2.5 million to 2 million. So you have a couple hundred thousand spared, say yeah. that couple hundred thousand, um, a third of that repopulates right because right, not all of them are going to be able to right because yep, yep. you, you could have more hens in that mix yeah. rather than than drakes and not all of them are going to have successful hatchings yep um so say a third of that which could probably be an elevated wishful number um but even then yeah you you could definitely look at a 10 or 15 year growth yeah um if not more um and, and what okay <clears throat> Guys, we're starting to sound really educated. We, it's we're all right. dangerous. I've got an we're answer to your question, by Go the way. Go for it. 9.46 million ducks. Wow. Way more than I expected. So let's just. That's according to a U.S. Fish and Wildlife report okay. on Delta's website. So, so if you think there's like 600,000 hunters or 700,000 hunters for the U.S., um, I don't know. Do you think it's a rough, a low know. number? I, uh, in the United States, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Migratory Bird Hunter Activity and Harvest Report, oh my God, that was a lot, shows waterfowl hunter numbers slipped to 913,700. Just, just under a million. Which is an 8% decrease from the 2021 to 2022 season. Yeah. And the lowest tally since 1962. Wow. That's on, again, Delta Waterfowl's yeah. website. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that right there, you take all those hunters and. That that could be a significant decrease in birds taken yeah. in a year. Um, you know, it, it's something to to think about, and you know, those, those are some. You know, two weeks later, I don't know if that'll happen. Daily limit to four or five, or hell, well, if you, even if he made you six everywhere, right? Not just Canada. Another one. What do you think about motion? I wish that they would outlaw mojos everywhere, I, not continent-wide. No mojos. Before we right, go down that, let's 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 dig into this. Isn't that another question we have though? Mm, it that, was uh, it was within that's, the that's not a the yeah, laws This and, is this is a law. Okay. Like I, I mean, I don't y'all let me forget. I've got something too. At I'm some not. Point. I'm not against the the mojos. All right. I'm I'm not against the mojos being gone um, because I think it's something that. Once was a wealthier duck hunter's option is now an everybody's option. Well, yeah. And there's too many in a hole. Too too much is going on. Um, I don't I don't see water motion being bad. No, that's needed. Yeah, you got to keep your holes from freezing, so on and so forth. You have a two mile an hour wind. Yeah, I'd like to have mo. Yeah, but actual mojos doing their thing, six of them in front of a hole kills me to see. I. You can go to Canada. I, I guarantee you, Brian. I guarantee you. And, and, and this was a place that had birds. And you could put out... I don't even know if you had to put out a decoy. But you could put out five mojos, and you you'd probably kill the piss out of ducks. Because they're stupid as hell up there. Hmm. And, and 
I mean, they haven't been shot at. Right. But by the time they get down here to get to Arkansas, mm-hmm. they've been shot at for five months. So they know what the frickin' mojo is. I just be don't. You know, that one will probably never happen. Arkansas did it. Two thousand and seventeen. How'd that go? And I thought that they were. I think that they did that in hopes that other states would follow them, and it didn't. You know, they no had, traction. Um, but uh, I, I just be done with them all together. You know, you can have your your duck butts, your butt squirt, or whatever the hell you want to talk about it. Your jerk, your, your, your jerk, jerk yeah, yeah. But mojos, I wish they'd go away, never be seen again. That I doubt it'll ever happen, but that's my uh, that's something that's a law that I'd like to see changed. <laughs> so, um, fair enough. I can get behind that. All, all of those are man, very good. I mean, I don't. Uh, we really appreciate those uh, yeah. questions, guys. If you want to hit us with some more, um, come on. Okay, yeah. before we get off this one though, yeah, Brian was talking about the possible health of the birds becoming an issue mm-hmm. if we get back up to that fifty right. million mark, right? Not having good food supply. And that. Yeah. Yeah, all that. So, and this is pure speculation on my part. What if... All right, I'm going to back up a little bit. So, we do the four-man limit. Mm-hmm. Or four... Or, uh, four, four bird. Four bird mm-hmm. limit. Mm-hmm. And that gets us to that 55 or 50 million, 48 million, whatever. Yeah. Good, healthy numbers. So, in... Instead of continue continual growth after that, you know, because you keep it at that four bird limit, you know, you don't want it to hit 60, 70 million for the same, which I, I know it's probably. I'd be okay with it. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it, that would yeah. really maybe pose a problem for these ducks. Yeah. It'd be concerning if there was well, continual uh, decline of actual overall hunters in the U.S. That, right. Yeah, but that here's would be my a concern. thing. This is what I'm getting at. So we use that four bird limit. To get us where we want mm-hmm. for the population of the ducks, which also helps us when we get in the holes. Do you do you go on a schedule? Like, okay, we've hit Ooh, we've like- hit fifty one, fifty two million birds. Now we instill this schedule for the next two years. It's going to be a six bird limit. After those two years, we'll go back to four. If it if it dips to a hey, no, you just no. go. You just you rotate. Just go on a schedule. And everybody knows about it. It's a you know it's a posted thing. I don't know. Because I mean, what what if uh, you know if you went on this schedule and what if avian influenza hit the duck population and you lost five million birds when you were supposed to be back up to a six bird limit? Well, then the U.S. Fish and Wildlife can come out and say, "Hey, we've had a five six million bird decline this year. We're it's going to be a four year." And they can tell all the states or whatever they got to do, yeah, and be like, "Hey, that's just what we're gonna do." We Which sh- we should get better jobs. I feel like we should work for the United States. <laughs> I think we could do life. it. Can we start our own division? By yeah. God, if Mike Huff can work for him, <laughs> yeah. Very no, good. Mike Huff is a smart man. <laughs> very, very good question, Walker. I, I, I mean, it, it's it's a thought. I, yeah. I at least. I well, mean, I didn't, all right. So let's piggyback off that. You're talking about schedule. If we go to a four-man limit, if we go to a four-man, right. or gosh dang it, I keep saying four-man now. You're welcome. If, uh, if we're, we go to we're like an hour bird, and forty minutes in, okay. it's all right. Let's sit two two hours and be done. <laughs> Whatever, man. We're committed at this point. There's still people listening at this Hopefully. at this point in the episode. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. 
Uh, hey, we started table. this to hang out and drink beer, so by yeah. golly, we'll we'll do as long as we want. But my thing is, instead of closing certain periods of the season, if you're declining it to four birds per man, what would your thoughts be on removing some of the closures within the overall season? In my opinion, that kind of defeats the purpose of dropping the. You talking about the? You talking about closing it like for the splits? Yeah. No. Yeah, see, no. I, keep them. Yeah. Okay. One, you're giving the ducks some time to chill. Yep. But I also feel like, because there's what only two technical splits in Arkansas. There's two. Kentucky. There's only one. Bru- Excuse me. Correct. So, so uh, that almost to me defeats the purpose of dropping it to a four bird limit. Yep. Because you're going to have all that time. Yeah. Which maybe that's incorrect, but that's how it works in my brain. It, it was just merely me spitballing. Yeah. Oh no, no. Well, yeah, I, but that's why we're talking about it. Yeah, I, I like I like my splits. You yeah, know, and, I mean, and that and that's why. I, that's concrete time for you not to have to be conflicted between it, here and Arkansas. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even. I don't care about that. I, I just, you know, it's like we talked about. Um, you know, th- this year, you know, we're gonna let the field rest on Wednesday and Thursday. Because it gives the time, the ducks time to rest a little bit, <laughs> to take a breather. Yeah, eat, you know, in comfort. Okay, by God, we'll come back at you Friday. But you know, you get a little. Yeah, I love shooting ducks, but I want there to be ducks for us to shoot at in fifty years. Damn, I'll be eighty-two. <laughs> well, not to mention, uh, I don't I, want these ducks to be so scared out of their wits all the right. time that's it, a terrible way for an animal to live yeah <laughs> um you know so i uh i i'm I, i'm okay you know if you if you if you didn't hunt you know we figured it out if you didn't hunt on wednesday and thursdays and you hunted every other day you'd still be able to hunt 42 out of 60 days boy i'd be okay with that <laughs> Yeah, you know, if I can still hunt forty two, you know, so that that's just what we're trying to do. But man, and that's it's got, it's bound to be awesome for the ducks. Yeah, that are like, dude, there's nothing going on right there. Right. I can I can chill out there right. for the day. Yeah, um, or maybe there's some food there. You no, know, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I, like I said, I love shooting them, but man, I still want there to be ducks. You know, heck yeah, forty years from now, there you go, right. seventy two. Um. So yeah, so man, all of these are freaking good. This I told I told y'all this is gonna be yeah, a good I, episode. I agree. Good episode. What you got on this last one, Walker? So we got a question from the other friend of the podcast. Yeah. Mr. Hunter Dean. And his question is how does hunting location, whether that be a lake, a river, field, pond, timber, timber flooded fields, not flooded fields, whatever. And those conditions, air and conditions, weather, wind, etc., affect the use of motion decoys, and how do they play a role in size or layout of the spread? Brian. I, I really do think this is going to be a Grant question because I'm no, I, I mean, don't have no, hey, no, no for me. Hey Walker, because I, I don't got, have I got like I got pieces. Can, I, but. Can, I'm sorry. Um, can you hold on just a second? Can you um 
I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. Can you repeat that question? Can I? Yes, please. I sure can. So, how does hunting location, lake, river, pond, flooded field or timber, etc., and conditions, weather, wind, visibility, etc., affect the use or effectiveness of mojos, flashers, squirters, or other motion decoys, and how do these locations and conditions play a role in the size or layout of your decoy spread? I read that one verbatim from Facebook. <laughs> that was very good. Um, <laughs> what, what a loaded question. Is that going on the story? There's a, there's a ton of variables. <laughs> I, I got to say, that one... All right. Let's I break don't it. Know. Let's break it down. All right. Um, so, I've never hunted river. Can't speak on that one. Hey, say that again, Brian. Let's break it down. Yeah. I've never hunted river, um, so I've got nothing for you there. Um, but let's talk Kentucky pond hunting. Um, I've that done one's, some of that. That yeah. one's got a lot of variables to me um, with with the motion and the weather and the wind. And are you hunting on a pond that is wooded around it or is it an open pond? Uh, how big's the pond? You know, there's people that I know that, that kill a few ducks every time they go out on small ponds. And then again, there's... People that hunt big ponds and kill nothing. Um, I would say not overpopulating your decoys decoys um, on a small pond. That would be one thing uh, to be cautious of. Um, and then the wind um, and how you set up on it. But Grant, you got you got something um, doing. You know, just from my time, go uh, for it here it you know hunting here at home man you don't need a lot um man if you go to the one of these little cow pond farm pond whatever you want to call them you don't need a mojo Mm-mm. you know the the ducks around here the ducks around here if, if they're going to be there they they want to be there um you know, usually, you know, we'll put out a uh, uh, duck butt, pulsator, butt squirter, whatever you all want to call them. We've had the Higdon pulsator has such a unique, different name to every single person that I know. Um, I've heard duck, you know, we call them duck butts. I've heard butt squirters. I've, I mean, just, I mean, all kinds of different stuff. That one sounds really provocative. Yeah, that would be Mr. Cody Collins on that one. He said, what about them butt squirters? Or, no, that was a, uh, Cody's wife. And I thought, what the hell is a butt squirter? And, um, Dang it. So, no, um, man, up here, you know, your farm ponds, I don't know why you take the mojo. Honest to God. Um. Hunting now, hunting lakes. Uh, I, I feel like there's a time and a place for for to, for the use of a mojo. Uh, you know, hunting lakes like to have a bigger spread. You know, more noticeable. Get the eyes of the ducks on your spread. Mm. Um, you know, lakes. You know, they might not want to be where you're set up, but if you can get, you know, kind of, you know, just like you know, Arkansas or any place like that. If you can get their attention and get them looking at you, maybe you can entice them to come over to you. Um, your farm ponds, I, 
I don't. Uh, they're they're chasing poontang guys. You gotta be careful. Yeah. Um, I was popping my knuckles. That's why I made that face. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, not because of what you said. <laughs> you know, God, I mean, such a loaded question. God, we could talk about this thing for. Leave, I mean, leave some uh, leave know, some hens available. We're, we're we're talking. You know, are we just talking ducks? You know, are we talking geese? You know, too. I mean. Um, you know, f- there's so many variables. Weather. Yes. Well, the the, time we- of day. the weather thing. Um, bright sunshine. You know, I'd like to have a mojo. Um, you know, they they can see that 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 white on the back of their wings. They can see those wings batting. Um, you know, we me and Ev were sitting. Uh, you know, up at the truck that Saturday. Um, last Saturday, first split, and. Uh, you know, couldn't see the decoys per se, but could see the two mojos running. You know, could, could see that, you know, and hey, if I was, you know, a, a wild animal, oh, what is that? I'm going to go over there and, you know, see what that is. You know, it, it would, you know, tempt me to fly by it. Um, you know, I mean, it does. It looks like, a, a you know, a, a duck, you know, backpedaling into the spread. Um, bright, sunshiny days, definitely. Um love motion you know th- this year duck hunting is always waterfowl hunting is always changing um th- you know this year we, we bought a uh bought a jerk string um puts out a lot of motion um I-, I would say a lot more than you know the pulsators do um and all it takes is somebody in that pit just you know pulling on that rope um so you know i would always do that as long as you are concealed enough to where if a duck's flying over top of you, he cannot see you moving your hand back and forth, you know, pulling on that jerk string. Um, so, you know, wind, man, if it's, if the wind's blowing 20 mile an hour, you don't need a pulsator out there. Mm-mm. No. You've you got plenty of motion in the spread. If it's blowing two mile an hour, I would take just about any kind of motion decoy to get some ripples going on that water that i had at at my use heck you could have a really creative friend sam kearns and make a bilge pump with weights and hide it underwater with an adjustable conduit piece that way you can uh, submerse it one to two inches below water level and it sit there and just constantly ripple does a excellent freaking job at keeping a hole from freezing up yeah i I mean and, and be creative People are so creative. Um, you know, we posted that on our Facebook page. And, you know, Hunter commented on it with this question. and uh, Had a good back and forth. Yeah. Uh, Jake Lindsay. Let's see what he was saying here. Um, Going to use it. So, uh, a non-human jerk string is going to... He's going to use a windshield motor... To pull the jerk string back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, never really thought of it. 20 years ago, I wish we would have patented the Higdon Pulsators because we had, I think Dad still has them at his house, but a bilge pump on the bottom of, you know, just a regular old Flambo duck butt and had it attached to that duck butt. With a little piece of conduit pipe coming out the side of it and had wire that we would run back to the bank 
to run off of a six or twelve volt battery, and uh, had a you know little turn signal switch or whatever on it that would. And here we are, five five years later. Higdon comes out with that pulsator, and it's like, son of a bitch. So <laughs> he yep. should have thought that, you know. You um, could have been a millionaire. So motion, I, I love motion. Um, I don't think that there is always a time for mojos. Um, expect anybody that know. I mean, anybody knows. You know, late in the season, they. Ducks can probably tell the difference between a mojo. Might as well not bring the damn thing. Yeah. Um, but a it's, Spoonzilla. It's nice to have. Yeah, you know, like now, yeah. <laughs> Late in the season, you know, we might use a, you know, we might put our, our a teal um, mojo out there, but you know, our, our big mallard mojo, um, we we usually don't use it too much. Um, but sunshiny days, thumbs up on the mojo, uh, especially, you know, Arkansas. Um, put them. You know, it's just, like I said, it's, this is a very loaded question, but you know, try something different. Always be willing to try something different. You know, uh, I, I I heard somebody that they were talking about mojos that they used the mojos to get the ducks' attention, not to finish a duck. Hmm. So, which, and like I said, you know, we could see that thing spinning from the truck. Mm-hmm. Put the son of a buck a hundred yards behind you. Try it out. Hell, it might not. I mean, it it might work. It might not. But you're getting their attention, right? But you're finishing them with the cadence of your call, right? Into you know it's your a good thought. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, it's something to try different. Um, you know, and, and I'm just I'm just touching on stuff that you know you don't always need to. Everybody in the pit or the blind. If there's six of you, all six of you don't always need to be blowing your duck call. I know yeah. everybody wants to blow their duck call. And I they... don't. And that's because I know I'm going to do more harm than good. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you need someone to pop off yep. a couple single quacks. And there's not, and, and that's good. It's I good. can do that. And it, yeah, it, it's good to have, you know, okay, it, sometimes, yeah, man. There are very few times, and both of y'all can probably agree to attest to this, and Brian, you can agree to the second one that I'm going to say. There are very few times that you drive by a field of 2,000 ducks in Arkansas, and they are just popping their heads off. Very few times. Most of them, yeah, you might hear one or two. Now, yeah. Now, there are some times... Like that last weekend that me, you, and Joe, and we went over mm-hmm. by that cornfield. Yep. They bah, were bah, just bah, freaking bah, bah, hammering. I mean, hammering, 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 hammering. But 90% of the time, you don't hear ducks just, no. just right. hammering, 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 hammering. So if you got six people in the pit, why is all six people just... Bah, 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 bah? Oh, you don't need that. And, Especially when that was like, uh, I don't know, 5,000 ducks mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. And you got 120 yeah. decoys out. Yeah. You can't hammer that hard. Right. You know, it, most of the time, most of the time, if a duck wants to be there, they're going to be there. Does it oh. help to entice them a little? You know, with calling, 
yes, you can be the best caller in the world, but you don't always need to be the yeah. best caller in the world. Yeah. Um, Especially around these parts when it comes to if a duck wants to be there, it'll be there. It just goes right back to when I got my band. Yeah. Buddy was locked up and going. He 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 wasn't looking for nothing else at that moment in time. So no matter what you would have done, he wanted to be there. Yeah. He was appreciative of what he saw. Yeah. And that's the thing with up here. I mean, ducks, if they want to be on those farm ponds, by God, they're going to be there. Um, and uh, it, it's a very loaded. I mean, this all three of these questions. I mean, we we could probably sit here and talk for um hours. I mean, I think we're probably close to two. Uh, in about fifty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we real close. I mean uh, this. This is what we expect, though, from good friends yes. uh, and, and listeners reaching out and letting us know what's on their mind, because yeah. this, this is what we what we did this for. This is fun. And I, I just hope that this has, uh, you know... At least given a different perspective on it. Yeah. Unless you have the same perspective as us, and yeah. then you just wanted to hear yourself uh, and, and I would be, be validated. And, and I, I would love to hear, especially from these three guys... Um, Cody, Dylan, and Hunter, if this has helped you all out or, you know, if it answered your question fully, um, I'd, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, after you listen, uh, reach back out. Yeah. Uh, heck, just even on the same post if you want. And, yeah. Uh, tell us if this was helpful or whatever um i or whatever, that you hate whatever. our guts and our answers are dog shit yeah yeah know. you know just, what we, we just might. some feedback would be nice <laughs> we might be you know just off the wall just idiots i i mean i don't know i'd like to think that we're in agreement with a lot of people but um what heck i'm gonna sign up for college the story oh, yeah I'm, I'm gonna sign up for college next week i'm going to school i'm gonna study like migration are you going to apply for school <laughs> No, I'm just gonna give them money. <laughs> just show up. Yeah, just show up here. Here's here's money. I want to do this. What can this do for uh, me, sir? You don't even have the test scores for this, I, ma'am. Listen, don't tell me about test scores. I know more than you. I got an 82 on my IQ test. That's passing. That's honestly how I feel going in lows. <laughs> I know more than you. Most times, yes. The biggest Ron. Until Swanson. you get in that one guy that's like. Oh, but you need X, Y, Z, and I'm like, wait a minute. Those <laughs> he's those, on those guys are like so few and far between they nowadays. They really are. They're like not there. You know, the only people I've noticed, at least at the Nicholsville lows, that are consistently smarter than I am when it comes to these things. Women. I was gonna say the key guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the guys that cut the keys. Yeah. Freaking hardware guy. Uh, boy, what a way to end it. Talking about so, lows. Yes, sir. Yeah. I this I, I like I said I just hope that this was uh, enjoyable. I hope it didn't piss anybody off. Um, and if we did, if we too did, freaking bad. The hell with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, get so, over it and listen to the next episode. <laughs> two things I would love to hear from people from out of the country. Oh, that'd be awesome. And I would like to hear back at least from these three guys. Hey, did we hit it? Did we miss something? Or do you want to add something? Yeah. Or can we add something Cheap, yeah. for the next discussion? <laughs> Next guest, I think we'll have some guests, but I'm not opposed to... Well, at least to, our guest. Yeah, not opposed to uh, talking a little bit 
maybe just a little bit more about some of this stuff. And, Heck yeah. Uh, I thought this was absolutely fantastic. Outstanding. It was great. I had fun. Yeah. Um, go watch uh, – who's playing? Oregon and Washington. Washington and Oregon for the Pac-12 championship. Real quick, this is – you know, we, we talked about sports a little bit on this thing. What do you think happens if – so whoever wins this game, you're going to say is a lock for the playoffs, wouldn't you? Probably. Washington's undefeated. If Oregon wins, they're going to have a win over an undefeated Washington team. Yeah. Okay. Florida State, well, I don't know. See, that's going to be a thing. They might be starting their third string. Um, apparently, the second string got banged up when they played Florida. Um, so, let's say Florida State. So, if Alabama beats Georgia, do you think that Alabama gets into the playoffs? Over who, though? Well, if Georgia's they, going. So you think if even if Georgia loses in the SEC championship game that they go to the playoffs? I'm yeah. convinced they won't lose. <laughs> but if – Okay. If, I mean, you've well, seen this they, hypothetical stuff all week. You're right. If they do lose. Because if Michigan wins, they're undefeated, they're in. If Washington wins, they're undefeated, they're in. If Florida State wins, beats Louisville in the ACC yeah. championship game, they're undefeated, they're in. If Texas wins the Big 12 championship, they have one loss, but they beat Alabama. <laughs> Who does Georgia? Georgia's undefeated right now, but they would have one loss to Alabama. So it's basically going to be either Texas, Alabama, or Georgia. I think Georgia. I still think it'd be Georgia. I do too. I think. So a non championship. Non-conference championship winning team, you think, would get in over two <sighs> conference Dude, I think the NCAA is so <laughs> just up Georgia's ass that it doesn't matter. You think so? I, mm-hmm. I do. And I'm probably wrong. It's well, probably just me being mad at Georgia and the NCAA <laughs> for that matter. My, my, my thing with that is you pick the four best teams. You're, you're supposed to pick the four best teams. And I agree with that, but – I, and I, but my thing is, I think, I think Georgia, and if Alabama beats Georgia, I think they are two of the best teams. I, I think Alabama, they lost to Texas very, very, very early in the season. Yeah, and well, they since, were having those issues. Yeah, and since then they have man just come alive. And Florida State, you're at least going to be on your second string, if not your third string yeah. quarterback. I don't feel like and, and it and it it sucks, but I don't feel like you're you're one of the four best teams. Michigan, I feel like is one of the four best teams. I don't know. It, it'll we'll, we'll find out after this weekend. Yeah. By, by the time this episode, when comes, does Georgia and Alabama play Do we uh, tomorrow? I know, but what time? Uh, three. I think it's the last game on. I think it's the last game that. Or is it at four? Is it at the same time as the UK game tomorrow? It's the last SEC game on CBS. Is it the, might be four o'clock. I think it's the same time we play. Uh, it is four. Hey, it is four. Can, can we veer real quick? What do you think about uh, the new NASCAR contract with uh, streaming for 2025? Stupid. I didn't mm. even look at it. What is it? Oh, it's pretty um, ignorant. The they got Amazon. First, the first races. The first 14 races are on Fox. The next four are on Amazon. The next four are TNT. on TNT with simulcasting on HBO Max. 
and the next 14 are on NBC. As much as I hate to say it, you cannot tell me that does not show the decline of NASCAR. Yeah, they're they're trying to draw it in. Um, NFL, your Thursday night football's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but it's also on. Uh... Mm. You sure no. it's not on cable too? No, no. Thursday no. night football's on uh, Amazon. A- NFL Network. Maybe. Well, yeah. I think that NFL I think Network, it's but... simulcasting is on NFL Network. No, it's Amazon Prime. Thursday Night Football is on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, because I watched... I don't remember what game I watched on yeah. Amazon, but... Uh, but still, I and that goes through 2029? The... No, 2031. 20, I don't think it's the yeah, decline of NASCAR <laughs> as much as it is... Six years, Walker. I hate that. Trying <laughs> to get... Just broaden like everything else. Everything... They're trying to get into the streaming networks. Yep, uh, yep. Everything I feel like will be on stream because cable TV is declining. Oh, dude! I, if if it wasn't for college fo- football and basketball, I wouldn't have it. NASCAR, I wouldn't have it at all. We've watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation like six out of the last eight nights on HBO Max. <laughs> I pay ten dollars for it a month. Yeah. I don't know. All right, guys. Know. We can talk about this off the podcast. I'm sure not everybody wants to hear about. Fair. It. <laughs> Fair. They might. You never know. Yeah, hey, some good old boys. What's, what's your all's favorite Christmas movie? Nah. Die Hard. Yes. I don't um, know. Um, all right, guys. Thank you all. Thank. Oh, we're not doing that. Okay, that's fine. What? Dang, I thought, <laughs> I thought we, we were, were actually doing that. What? I thought we were going into uh, something. favorite Christmas movie. Oh, we can do it real quick. Uh, Walker, favorite Christmas movie. My legitimate favorite. Yes. Probably Polar Express. Okay, Brian. Uh, it is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. My brother. Um, reason for that, that was my favorite, uh, or that was my grandmother's favorite movie, and my dad said she absolutely adored that movie and yeah. could watch it 40 times a day, and she just cackled like a little girl. Because it's hilarious. Merry and, Christmas. Yeah. Shatter so, was full. So, like, she passed away when I was a year and a half old. So, like, to me, to watch that movie laugh at it, appreciate the way it is, and laugh the same way my dad does all these years, and to know that that's what she appreciated, yeah. that like feels like I know a, a piece of her through that. So, like, the comed- comedic side of it. I um, just, I feel like... So, yeah, that's the movie. At the end of it... UNC, that's who UK plays tomorrow yeah, at big, four. big game. Yep, sorry. Um, <laughs> it I just, just occurred to me. <laughs> I just feel like the... Uh, you know, now that you know, I've got my own family. You know, kids and everything. At the very end, when when he says, "I did it," I feel like that's that's mm-hmm. like it's like me now. Like mm-hmm. I can look at the front yard. I got the light going on with the yeah. The, you got your laser light show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got everything I going get to on. Work on that in the morning. I get you know cr- you know Christmas morning. I'm gonna be like, I did it. You know. Yep. But great movie. Polar Express is a good movie. Christmas, uh, uh, Christmas Story is second for me. Very close second, just because that's what Miracle I was... Miracle on 34th Street. It's a classic. It's a good one. Classic. I really uh, like the one where uh, Kurt Russell played Santa Claus on oh, Netflix. Uh, Chronicle? Chris, Christmas, Christmas Chronicle. Yeah, Chronicle. I liked that one a The lot. first one. Second one, goofy. Didn't watch yeah. the second one. Loved second the first. Second yeah. one's not that good. Yeah. So. But that is it from We've us. What, one more episode before Christmas? Yeah. Yep. And then That's the, probably going to be a hectic time. Yeah, we'll just have to figure that one out. Play yeah. it by ear. Glad we got Christmas uh, st- movies out of the way. Might have to ask Joe what his favorites are. But oh, most definitely. Yeah, I yeah. So the next one will be uh, we'll be back in the the great state. Yes, sir. See what we can do. 
Well, that is it from us here at the BD Waterfowl Podcast. Thank you all, hopefully, for listening to this whole thing. Whole thing. God bless and hunt safe. Yes, everybody. Sir. Make sure yep. you follow us on all our social medias. We are the BD Waterfowl Podcast on Facebook and BD Waterfowl Pod on Instagram. Make sure you like, subscribe on all your favorite listening platforms. Give us a five-star rating, too. So maybe you all can help us get that Benelli sponsorship. That'd be phenomenal. Real Hashtag quick. Benelli. Real quick. USA. Did you all see the top... Podcast, <laughs> top podcast uh, for my sister. I did, and it was yeah. the BD Waterfowl podcast. Was it? Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, cool. Spotify <laughs> rank. Yeah. We were the top. Heck, Heck yes. Yeah. 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 There you go. All right. <laughs> Love it. Thank, Thank you, you guys all for listening. So much. Love all y'all. See you in the next one.